Hello everyone, this is Sarisha and I host the Women, Career and Life podcast. Just like you, I've traversed varied paths, stumbled a little, picked myself up and learned a great deal on my journey. Many of us face similar questions, but we don't always get to have a conversation with our friends or peers. In this podcast, you will hear real stories that you can connect with on the challenges of navigating career and life. You must be wondering who I am. In my everyday life, I'm a career woman, a mom, and an avid reader. I'm also a road tripper, amateur gardener, and even a fashionista on some days. Join me and my guests as we have an open and honest discussion on career change, trade-offs, and working across boundaries. You get the idea. It's a perspective you simply may not hear anywhere else. Today, I'm excited to have my good friend Usha, who's also a career woman and mom, co-hosting the podcast. Thank you for having me, Siri. I'm so excited to join today's conversation on returning to work. When you brought up this topic, so many thoughts came to my mind as I relived my experiences. I'm really looking forward to sharing some of the stories and also talking to other guests on this podcast. Hey, Usha, what are we going to talk about today? Today's episode is all about returning to workforce after a break. So Siri, both of us have done it more than once and know the process can be scary and an uphill task depending on how long you've been away from work. So we're going to talk about the highs and lows of finding a job, building a tribe to work through the transition and giving yourself that pep talk to stay motivated. In some days, I think we need an app on our phone to help us do that. Feeling down today? Here's an app for that. Let's get started with that discussion. So Siri, let's start with your first break. I know it was very early in your career. What was it like during the break? and How did you get back to work? My first break was uh, not a choice I made. I, there were layoffs, so I got laid off. So the hardest part of it was trying to understand how to get back to work. I had worked only for a year. So a couple of things that I did, the way I found my job was my client called that I was working for to see if I wanted to come back. So what I really learned from that experience was that you were able to, you know, your work ethic and your relationships really helped engage there. But sort of the downside of it was it was a very lonely experience, right? Being laid off because it was a new place, a new town. And then the second part was just keeping in touch with my old friends and own colleagues. And, and the funny thing and sort of the interesting thing is when there were further layoffs in my original company, I was able to help those friends get into the client company as well. So we sort of kept that pipeline going. So it was a good experience as well. So as you were talking, I couldn't help but think your layoff was also at a time really early in your career, right? You had probably landed from India and was only a few years. And as I kept thinking of how we grow up, layoffs are hard everywhere, but where we grew up, Layoffs were like a sign of failure and it was almost unheard of, right? People usually stayed in their job till they retire. And even now, when I read some articles, for example, the other day I was reading an article which said half the workforce will probably be laid off at least once in their lifetime. I was reading it and thinking, oh, I, I wasn't conscious, right? It was subconscious. I hope I'm in the other half. But then I had to I had to tell myself, and I've learned over a period of time, layoff is just a function of being in the wrong job, wrong time, or maybe it's just not the right fit for you, right? And a layoff is a great opportunity for you to fix that wrong. So it's actually 
an opportunity. And that's how I think of it now. But once in a while, that thought just does rear its head. I mean, you're right. Uh, I was on an immigrant visa. So that complicated issues. It was my first job. The feeling of getting laid off, no matter what the reason is, is very heart wrenching, right? You're questioning yourself as well. So it, it is a tough spot to be in. And I think having a support network really helps. And, you know, those colleagues that I had were really the support network that we kept in touch with. So it's always good to have like a tribe or somebody to help keep you grounded and, you know, kind of keep your sanity going. What about your experience? I recently took about four years to take care of my kids. My break was a little different from yours, right? It was by choice. I was financially able to do it. I'm still thankful and grateful that I was able to do it. But a couple of things come to mind as I think of returning to work, because during that time, I did not volunteer. I did not take any training. I did not do any upskilling. I didn't do any networking. I did nothing related to work, right? All I did was take care of my twins. So as I started thinking of coming back to work, things I really did was the first thing, I decided I'm going to go back part-time first year just to help with the transition. And I learned that part-time positions are great in theory, but they do not exist very much. You don't get a lot of very good positions. So that's one of the reasons I did not go back to my old job or my old company. I reached out to another old manager who was in an agile business type of environment, and that worked out very well. So really, I had to make a little bit of a trade-off and also reach out to my contacts. And then the second thing I did was during that part-time year, I put my kids into daycare, got them used to the daycare. I also interviewed caregivers. I had people on call because I don't have family in town. I wanted to have some backup if I need and also people to help with chores. So I did that. And then like you were talking about the friends, right? I mean, at this stage, I just lost touch with them for various reasons, right? You move countries, they have kids, you have kids. And then I just, I, I just lost touch. So I connected back with them. It was awesome. They all had kids. They gave me a lot of advice. They sent me stuff over, uh, which, was, which was really nice. So it was also nice to have that tribe. We keep going back to it, but it was nice to have that tribe to help you. So many little changes I had to make to feel comfortable about work. And the quote that comes to mind is that quote where they say, it takes a village to raise a child, right? But I really think it takes a village to raise a mom and get her back to work. And it truly helps to build that village or your tribe before getting back to work. It's a big transition in life. So I actually quit work for the second time. This time it was a choice I made, very similar to yours. I was in a better financial situation. I stayed home because I had kids and I wanted to pursue higher education at the same time. So it was a balance in the beginning, but transitioning back to work there, one is very similar to the first situation. I got a call from my old company asking me if I wanted to come back. So they interviewed me for a day and I got hired back into my old group. So that was fantastic. The other part though was very hard was transitioning back when you have kids at home. So I had to you know, negotiate with my boss on my work hours. It's always a hard, challenging conversation to have because you don't feel at an advantage to have that. And, you know, it's it, at those times, it wasn't the conversation that most people had. So, you know, setting that sort of um, scope and what needed to be done, that, that's what I did. And then what I've realized, and I used to tell my colleagues this, staying at home is, as a mom is much harder than going back to work because 
going back to work, it's very structured. You know, there's an end to the day. Things are done. You sort of get rewarded for it by staying at home. The affection and the relationships you build, everything is awesome, but it is also a lot of work. So that is the thing. And the second time around, I had actually got to make friends. So had invested time. You know, there was a bunch of 10 of us who had all stayed home moms who had all transitioned back to work around the same time. So we had a place to go and talk. And also my thinking had kind of changed. I became more focused, more clear on what I wanted to do. So it was very clear on what I was looking for, what I was going to do. So I was much more open to having conversations at work about different pursuits I wanted to go and explore first year is the hardest you have to adjust to the new job your family has to adjust to your new job you have to sharpen your skills and also you have to deal with all the negative self-talk we sometimes do to ourselves right and after the first year the break does not matter as much your growth is really dependent on your performance in that year sure there will be a blank spot on your resume and maybe depending on the length the amount of explanation you have to give changes. So let's talk about that a little bit, right? Like what does the length of the break matter? It can matter. I have a good friend who came back to work almost 13 years later to the company that she used to work at and transitioning is hard. So the decision she made was to take a step down and uh, get into a role. She couldn't get back to her old role. It's a high tech company. So things move pretty quickly. So she got back in and I think it helped her sort of adjust, like you said, to transition, just getting used to work, you know, family transition. So it helped her sort of get her skills back. A lot of it is muscle memory. I mean, she remembered everything from her old job. It just came back to her fingertips as she, as she did it. And the fantastic thing is in six months, essentially, she's got back her old role. She's got a promotion. So it in, in that case, the transition helped. And I constantly see this. I think it's it's how you are, you know, what you're doing, your sort of enthusiasm and just your self-realization of what you're doing, sort of the work ethic and the relationships in that case, what she'd built, you know, she'd reached out to her old contacts, just in LinkedIn saying, hey, I want to keep in touch. And those contacts actually helped push her resume through and say, hey, there's an opening coming, you should apply for this. So it's not even something that she was necessarily looking for as much as them reaching out to her. So you never know who you're advocates are and who are the people who are going to help you because there's so many of them willing and wanting to reach out and you know do that as well the other thing i think that matters also in addition to the length is when you take the break right for example the type of job you look for when you take a break in your early 20s is very different from what you would look for in your 40s right 20s is all about that safety net making sure you have everything in place for an emergency and all of that fun stuff, right? I remember when I took a six-month break in my late 20s, there was a lot going on. I had to recalibrate. But when I went back, I went back to exactly the same company, same job, and that's what I wanted to do. But in my most recent break that I took for my kids, when I returned back, it was a little different. I was willing to make some trade-offs on where I would work at to pursue an intellectual challenge. I still wanted the money. I still need the money. But you're just willing to trade off a little bit to satisfy other needs in your life. I think your mindset changes, right? Your your thoughts and your wants. And I think it's sort of you coming to grips saying, okay, this is what I know. Sort of my needs have been met. Now, what do I want to do? So you've kind of repurposed your situation into what else can I do? Like I mentioned before, you know, it start, I started to explore what did I want to do and having those conversations. And that's really what it is. And being more focused, I was willing to make those jumpers much more quickly. 
And I think, frankly, having got laid off once and having taken the break, it, it sort of built more confidence that, hey, I can always do this, you know, I can figure out and get this done. It can always be done. I think it's a question of just believing in yourself. And we all, as you mentioned, you know, we sort of, it's hard for us sometimes to pull ourselves up, but definitely to be done. So Siri, let's talk about hindsight, right? Hindsight is always 2020. Everything looks perfect. Oh, this happened. I did this and I came out in flying colors, right? But the truth is when you're in the moment, there's a lot of craziness. You mess up a lot of things and you drive yourself and others crazy. Not just you, me too. Uh, and I'm sure there are a lot of other people who do that. So tell me, how did you try and keep yourself sane, even if it wasn't successful all the time? Oh, my, my love is books. Uh, that's what keeps me sane completely. So when my kids were young, you know, infants, uh, my mom was helping. She came from India and she would see me up at 11, 12, you know, with a young baby staying up to read books. And she would say, what's wrong with you? Go to bed. This is the time to catch up on sleep. But you know what? I was completely willing to trade off that sleep for that my time. I so badly needed my time. So I, was, I would read books and I would read four books at a time, five books at a time. I would max out the library limit. So anytime, I mean, most of my friends know this, drop me an island, a bunch of books, a bunch of chocolate. I am going to be so happy. There's a little bit of insanity which hits you even when you start work, right? Because there's that negative self-talk or not just negative self-talk, I feel like if you work for a while, you receive feedback, you see what works, you doesn't work. And then you put yourself in certain boxes and think, oh, I'm good at this. I'm not good at this. And then, you know, for example, like I'm tech savvy. I'm not, or I'm not tech savvy, or I'm a, not a social media person. I'm an introvert and all of those fun things. So I think what helped me was there was a article which I ran into on growth mindset there was this famous psychologist who talks about it and there are so many books on that right but essentially it's a simple theory you have to believe it's possible and put in the effort your brain will move around and do some magic to make it happen they have a nice word for it that I think at the heart of it that's all there is the brain will adapt to what you're trying to do we've had a conversation about returning to work can you pull all this together and give your food for thought? The first thing that comes to mind is breaks are going to happen. Whether it's by choice or you were laid off, it's going to happen. And that's a way of life in your career. The second thing that comes to mind is trade-offs are also certain as you try and make a transition back to work, right? So that would be something to be prepared of. The third thing that we have learned from our experience is that we need to build that support system, your family, your friends, and your caregivers, whoever it might be, to help you get back into that and transition into work, right? And the last thing that I would say pulls everything together is to be easy on yourself. That in itself will make everything around the transition much easier. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation on returning to work after a break. Tune in every other Wednesday to catch the next episode. If you think a friend may benefit from this, please share this podcast with them. All the resources we talked about are also available on our website, womencareerandlife.com. I would love to hear from you about your stories and your journey. You can reach me on my blog, Twitter, Instagram, or Gmail at womencareerandlife. Until next time, this is Sirisha signing off.
Remember, there are infinite possibilities to drive change in career and life. Which will you choose to make a reality today?